You are Locked on Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. You can find Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, and online at fanscreamsports.com and the Fanscream Sports app. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. Well, Kevin, your friend signed officially, and it's not with who we talked yesterday that he was going to sign with. The wild horse, Yasiel Puig, is officially an Atlanta Brave. Okay, I said I wanted to see him in the AL East. I met with the Orioles, not with the Braves, okay? Because (laughs) the Rays have four, could be four tough games that just got tougher against the Atlanta Braves. I wanted it to be like a gimmick. I don't want it to like add to the competition. Uh, sure, go with the Baltimore oh Orioles, God. but man, that <laughs> that Braves team. Now you're talking about a uh, an outfield of Puig, Acuna, and Azuna, and you got Albies, you got Swanson. I mean, you got Freddie Freeman. It's an all-star That's, team, basically. It's a pretty good team. It's a pretty good team, and I know Very MLB. Uh, showed up with their uh, top 10 lineups and top 10 uh, rotations. The Rays made, obviously, uh, number two spot on the rotation behind the Nationals. Uh, didn't crack the top 10 in, in the best lineups out there. But the Braves didn't either, which is surprising to me. Yeah, maybe now I they will. That's a, maybe. Maybe Puig uh, gets them over there. But, yeah, you drop off Markakis, a guy who could have had a shot at 3,000 right. hits if, if COVID doesn't happen. And you put in uh, Yasiel Puig. So, okay, Atlanta's uh, happy today. And you could see playoff Puig because that is a very legitimate playoff contender. Mm -hmm. And Puig Mm -hmm. in the playoffs would be entertaining for sure. Now, I don't think they reported what he signed for, if it's a one-year deal, if it's a multi-year deal. If I had to guess, it's probably a one-year prove-it deal with maybe an option. Right. Which yeah, I mean is, is great for him. I mean, you're you're going to be hey. <laughs> on a good team. You're, you've got some veteran leaders on that team. Uh, you also you're going to have a lot of protection in that lineup too. So that's a win, 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 win. Yes. If you ask me, maybe a loss for the other uh, AL Nine East teams. and <laughs> NL East and the the Major League East as we're calling it and everything like that. Um, yeah. Maybe the kryptonite for them though is Tyler Glass. Now he is back in action. Look at Ooh. that. Look at that, man. And And he looked good today. He was sharp. He was working out. He threw 49 pitches. He, I think he made really easy work of G-Man Choi, retiring him on like three pitches, a fastball, a curveball, and I think another fastball. It's like this guy, yes, he did have COVID-19. Right. Experiencing just minor cold-like symptoms. I guess he lost some taste and smell for a little bit but it looked like he's he was still working out and staying in good shape and yeah. if i had to guess it to me it seems like he will be ready for the opening week of baseball i don't know if he's gonna go six seven strong but maybe a couple innings here or there we'll see i'm surprised really at what we've seen from race pitching uh, and the length really mm-hmm. not not how 
I mean, obviously the accuracy and how, how good they feel is, is important, but how long these outings have been. Charlie said, yeah. what was it, uh, last week he could go four or five when the season starts. Blake is throwing four innings. Glass now's first outing, and he goes three and a third. Um, this is not like spring training uh, that we've come to know and, and, and kind of hate mm-hmm. somewhat, you know, the the face five batters and you're out sort of thing. You understand it, obviously, yes. but, you know, as a baseball fan, you're like, no, I want to see these guys already. And, you know, but yeah, summer camp is definitely different yes. and they're just pushing uh, it go. And, and it's exciting, man. It's exciting to know that Blake and, and Charlie and, and Glass now are going to be 100% when July 24th comes around. Mm-hmm. And I think it was one of those things where the Rays weren't just sitting on their asses for three months when there was nothing right. else going on. I think the Rays front office and executives and the coaching staff was very uh, forward thinking on, let's make sure these guys stay in shape, do whatever you can. If you got to go to a local park and throw, I know it's not the same as as real live reps, but just get out there and do something. Don't be mm-hmm. sitting on the couch eating bonbons. And clearly these guys weren't. I mean, I'm just kind of surprised that First day back, Glassnell's throwing 49 pitches and yeah. 28 strikes, four, four strikeouts, uh, including G-Man Choi. Of course, I mean, he was facing D-Rob and Michael Perez. Those were a couple of the strikeouts there. Not surprising. But, I mean, he looked good. He looked good in what we saw. Looks in good yeah. shape. He's growing out the hair a little bit. I know. He, he's got the, the, the locks going, you know. Trying to be who's Fabio. Gonna be, uh, yeah, who's going to be the, the, the charming guy, the face of the franchise? Uh, is it going to be uh, Kevin Kiermaier, the older statesman? Yeah. Or is Tyler Glass now ready to take that, uh, that pretty boy uh, mantle from him? Who cuts their hair first, Shane Boz or Tyler Glass now? That is, that is the <laughs> million-dollar question right there. Now we will wait to see when we'll see Jose Martinez, Randy Arozarena, Yanni Torinos, Austin Meadows. Yeah. Uh, you can also add Brendan McKay to the list Brendan as well. McKay. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, I, I guess the good thing is, I mean, the fact that he had COVID-19 and didn't experience um, major symptoms from that, and that, like, who knows? Because we got to remember, the Rays have been keeping quiet on all these guys. It could be anything. It could be a family issue. Could, it could be uh, – yeah. we don't know. It could have been an elbow or an arm issue. It could have been a shoulder. I'm Honestly, I'm much more – happy not happy but kind of relieved that it was a mild case of COVID-19 rather than oh yeah my forearm was really tightening up and I had to go see Dr. Andrews or whatever well I mean the way that he experienced it yeah for sure and you would hope that if there were any more cases happening uh in in race camp that it would be something incredibly mild or asymptomatic like Mm -hmm. what uh Tyler Glasnow experienced now yeah we don't know about the other guys I do think that they're going to be really strict on this and saying well, I don't care if it's an infected blister, Chazro. I don't care if it's uh, mild sim- mild uh, symptoms from COVID, uh, like glass now. Uh, a family issue, Castillo, Diego Castillo. Like family issue, yeah. exactly. So whichever one it is, we are not going to say anything until you are able to be on the field mm-hmm. and then you can say whatever you want to say in the, to the media. And I think that's responsible. Uh, it, it sucks, but, you know... Uh, you never know it, so it's better to just put a big umbrella over everything. I would like to know everybody. Every fan would like to know what's going on, but uh, they're just not available. They're not yeah. available. You know, punto. I, I would have loved to see the faces of the media guys when they saw Teleglass now 
and just their expressions of, oh, I got I got to be the first one to tweet this out. I mean, it was probably yeah. a, a, a dog fight to see who was going to have <laughs> the fastest their thumbs for their, for their yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The world we're living in there. Um, right. Yeah. Okay. Th- this might have to be a segment here. Okay. Over under Tyler Glass now, two and a half ERA, 2.50 ERA, over under. You want to wait a little to- bit. I'm ready to prop bet this right now okay. and even go a step further, Mr. Weiss. Okay? I'm pumped. Please Seeing don't say now. under two. You're going to say <laughs> under two, aren't you? <laughs> I'm saying under 250, but I'm telling you, he will be a Cy Young candidate in 2020. Okay. I will agree with you there. I Top will three. There. This guy's going to bring it. I'm telling you. I think he is too. COVID-19. I mean, he's weathered the storm. He's ready. He is he's ready. ready. Let's uh, go. Hopefully he, he had a lot of downtime to work on how to not tip pitches. So maybe yes. he's learned something there as yes. well. Kind of thank you, Houston Astros, for, for bringing that yeah. to our attention so we know going forward. Yeah, exactly. Like very early in your career, right? Yeah. And uh, okay, let's, let's put a pin on that and never mm-hmm. happen again. And yes. again, won't face the Astros until 2021 because the Astros are not going to the playoffs. Mm. Prop bet. That is another good one. That is another good one. Okay. <laughs> Stu Sternberg has spoken. He has spoken. We'll explain. But first. All right, Ulysses. Ray's owner, Stu Sternberg, spoke to the media. Actually, he spoke, I think, just to Mark Topkin of the Tampa Bay Times. Did his uh, annual 40, 45-minute conversation uh, virtually via... Uh, up in New York, he's still up in New York, uh, unsurprisingly there. First of all, did you read this article? I did, and okay. my, my the, the, the worst thing about the article was the picture. Did you see the picture? Um, With the bucket hat? Oh, yeah, it's not a good, not yeah. a good picture. Yeah. Not a great picture. Um, so he talked about a number of things, pandemic-related topics. He mentioned Montreal, of course. Fans mm-hmm. in the stands, player-owner negotiations. He was his classic sort of Debbie Downer uh, mindset attitude of the world right. is falling apart. You know, we're, <laughs> we don't have a lot of money, so on and so forth. What was your biggest takeaway? Or did you have a biggest takeaway from this article where most of it was Topkin paraphrasing what Sternberg right. said in, in his 40-minute conversation? Not a lot of quotes per se. Yeah, very interesting that that Mark chose to do that. Um, It'd be nice to know the reason why. But um, yeah, I did have the biggest takeaway was him, uh, Stu, and like many other owners, you know, they're they're saying that the lack of revenue that comes from not having, you know, fans come through the turnstile, which, you know, I'm trying to bypass the attendance Mm -hmm. issue joke here. But yes, the lack of revenue. Logan Morrison has already done that joke. Oh, yeah. Yeah, then, can we just like outlaw in addition to uh, not allowing spitting on the field and chewing tobacco jokes like Logan Morrison brought about like those? Yeah, it got old. It's been old. It's been. Yeah, old. Let, we get it. Yeah. Everybody and their mother has heard that joke. Let's move on Low hanging to fruit. something actual. Uh, that's funny. Uh, but yeah, the lack of revenue coming from from COVID uh, will definitely be an impact in how the Rays operate, not only in the free agent uh, market, which they are very passive mm-hmm. in already, but in the signing of one of their young stars, we really stressed 
this whole 2019 to 2020, uh, how the Rays have a young core and they could have a possibility of signing a Tyler Glass now, uh, an Austin Meadows, a Willie Adamas to a friendly contract. Mm-hmm. Now with this, with the lack of revenue and him pushing these quotes there, uh, you know, is it going to be possible? Because it might not happen as we thought that it yeah. could. Well, I think in addition to that, what I get from that conversation and he talked about how you know, there will be impact on payroll, staffing, and how they do business. I think this signals the end of the KK era and the Blake Snell era, sooner rather than later. I'm thinking by this offseason, one or both of those guys are gone. I'll give you KK. Okay. I think KK's gone after this year. I think he has to be gone, right? I mean, we, I think Margot been, is the ringing the bell like, hey, you got one more season. So. You, you look at all the outfielders that the Rays have right now. And mm-hmm. again, you can't replace KK's defense necessarily, but Margot's about the closest you can be. Um, but let's not forget, Hunter Renfro's a pretty good corner outfield. He, he, can, right. he can make some plays out there and seems to be have getting adjusted. Too. Yeah, he, he, and he seems to be getting adjusted to the dimensions of the trop. But like, Randy Rosarena on the come up too. Right. Sadzugo yeah. outfield possibility. Brandon Lau could be moved to the outfield. D Rob, Brousseau, Josh Lowe. You've got options coming up, yeah. and they're going to be less expensive than KK. So, yeah, no, I agree with 2020 possibly being KK's last dance in Tampa Bay. Now, not with Blake Snell. Okay. I, I think don't they're going to so. play that one until they have to you know, trade them away, which they obviously will before the end of that contract. And okay. they'll do that in three years time. What about this? If Morton exercises his option, that's mm-hmm. a pretty hefty option right there. Yes. So I don't know. I, that's, I think that's a good one. That's a, that's a, that's a good one. I would still say they make it work. Somebody now, making more than five, six, $7 million is getting traded. <laughs> Now, I, I wonder this. Yeah. Could they? Yeah, I really hope they wouldn't trade Charlie Morton. I don't even know if that's part of his no, I don't think, or not. I, I, don't, that, I, think, I think the way that Neander yeah. was talking about it in, in the spring training, like it's because if they do that to Charlie, Charlie would just be like, nah, I'll retire. Mm-hmm. Thanks. I just right. want to be home. Yeah. yeah. Why move him to like trade him to LA or something? It's like, no, I'll just, I'll just retire in Bradenton and go about my business and go from there. Yeah. Um, okay. The other thing. The, the thing that really stood out to me regarding Sternberg's conversation with Topkin was how the pandemic slowed but didn't halt their work on pursuing the Montreal plan. What does They're that still even mean? On this. What does that even mean after, after seeing how, how important? He actually flipped it. Did you see how he flipped it? That it's so important to now have two cities because that would be two different revenues. And if something like this were to happen again or something similar, that you're not only dependent on one market, but you would have the other market to kind of replace what you're losing in one. I mean, what? Yeah, I don't know where he got that from. What's funny, too, is, okay, say say this Montreal plan was a go this year. They'd probably be playing in Montreal right now. They'd have summer camp in Montreal because isn't the thing... Okay, once June hits, we're we're moving ship up north to Canada. No, no baseball in Tampa at all. What's well, not not because there's any baseball in Tampa anyway, but Tampa yeah. Bay. <laughs> uh, yeah, in 2020, if, the, if this had been already in place, 
they would have just been in, in, in Canada and that's it, you know. Yeah, good luck uh, getting publicly financed stadiums. I mean, for the next Dude. like 10 years at least with like the, the amount play. of other yeah. crap that cities and local governments and states have to pay for. Okay, yeah. unless it's coming out of your pocketbook, good luck getting a, a brand new flashy stadium in Montreal and sell the, in Tampa, sell the Tampa team. Bay. Sell the yeah. team to somebody who actually believes in the Tampa Bay market, who's actually seeing yes. the data. I'm, I'm not going to blindfold uh, myself and say, well, they're not looking at data. Obviously, a team like the Rays is looking at the data. But if you're really understanding what it means is that you, you, you have to move the stadium to Hillsborough County. I mean, that's number one. And you can't say that's highly unlikely. That's his quote yes. about Hillsborough County being a possible stadium for 81 games. That it's highly unlikely that it's sustainable. Mm. Are you kidding me? How how does hockey work? Hockey in Florida works. Not you, only you does it why? work, it thrives. It right. thrives. It's in, successful. In yeah, it sells yes. out. You know why? Because they're everywhere. Where do you ever go? Like maybe Walmart, Target, or you know, walking downtown, you see it everywhere. Lightning Pride and all that, and you see that with Tampa yeah. Bay uh, Rays, but not as much. And, I, and it's because there's no not that marketing, you yeah. know, in the streets. That I mean, you go buy some some something uh, Rays related uh, in a in a store. Yeah, it's What's, going to be very yeah. hidden. What's funny is like we recently went to the beach in Pinellas County, St. Pete Beach. And right. mind you, with all this COVID-19 stuff, I haven't been in a car for an extended period of time driving around. Mm -hmm. It felt like I was driving to Mars from where I am in Tampa <laughs> Heights. It, it felt that long. And traffic wasn't terrible, but it was like, man, now you just have to realize. It's almost like it might as well be in a different state where the race play yeah. at the trop. It's crazy. Uh, by the way, this is what he said. This was one of his quotes. Um, okay. Uh, a slight, uh, this is from Topkin, a slight delay in negotiations. COVID-19 hasn't changed their plans to aggressively pursue splitting future seasons in Montreal, nor changed their mind about reconsidering finding a full-time home in the Tampa Bay area. Quote from Sternberg at this point, I'm not entertaining that at all. Okay. Yeah, way to cool. be open-minded there. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, just sell the team. Just sell the team or sell just your sell majority sell the team stadium. to somebody who's going to build a stadium in Hillsborough County who has money because apparently you don't have money. You don't have enough money to, to, have, to own a stadium, to, uh, 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 to build a stadium for a team. That's, that's what you're saying. You don't have money. Mm -hmm. If you're broke, sell the team. And guess what? It's going to make you a bunch of money because you've been smart. Yes, and and I think it's now uh, they bought it for how much? Like pennies on the oh, dollar. Oh, he's for made what it's so worth. much money on this thing. Like yeah. it is crazy. Yeah. It's dumb. Um, yeah, just sell the team. In fact, I'm a little bit surprised that he's not in on trying to buy the New York Mets. Like I thought this that was his end goal, his end play. And I don't think yeah. he's really been mentioned with that at all. We're hearing about another. Like all these guys are hedge fund guys and billionaires, and I guess A Rod and some other celebrities are involved. But I would have thought Sternberg would have thrown his hat in the name, hat in the would, ring a little bit. Would you be okay with having A Rod be the owner of the Tampa Bay Race if Stu gets the Mets? Uh, if that happens in in this alternate reality, if he found a way to build a stadium in Tampa, I would not care one bit. I would I would support him. 
Derek Jeter, Let's if you buy the team. Let's go, A-Rod. Let's go. Let's Anybody. go, A-Rod. <laughs> if the devil buys the team and is willing to pay for <laughs> a full-time stadium in Tampa. Yeah, anybody. Okay well, let's, let's yeah. be honest. A lot of these. Poppy and, Poppy and A-Rod just go together into They're, buying the Tampa Bay Rays. Every every former Red Sox player and Yankees player that that's retired Kevin Euclid in Florida just yeah, comes in. They all pull hey. their money. I would still be okay with it if you get if yeah. you promise Give me with the, your yeah. own money. Eighty one games in Hillsborough County. Let's go. Yes, yes, I'm all for it. I yeah. mean, we need to we need to create a list of like possible owners or replacement owners for Ooh. Stu Sternberg. I like that. I mean. The combinations are endless because it, we would take anybody, really. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Jeff Vinnick would be nice, but that's... That would be nice. He knows happen. the area. He's made it successful, like you said. Yeah, he made hockey successful in Tampa Bay. <laughs> yeah. Like, I see out on the road, I probably see more, like, bolt flags and bolt bumper stickers yeah. than Tampa Bay Buccaneers are just as much. Like, I see a yeah. ton of and them. And the Bucks have been in Tampa since, what, the yeah. 70s? And in football 70s, in Florida. Football is synonymous with Florida. So right. I know it's exactly. more of a college football state, but still, football is football in Florida. Yeah. And you're bringing in hockey, and hockey has gotten huge in Tampa. Tampa Bay, but specifically where they're located it, in Tampa. It, it, it seems that Stu just knows how to – kind of put kill kill the momentum uh in in a season he did it last year with his montreal uh press conference in june i think it was in june that he came out with man can you believe it it was a year ago yeah it was a year ago um and 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 now right you know what is it 10 days before the season starts he comes out with this i mean it's not as a impactful maybe as as last year's but it still hurts you know Mm -hmm. to 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 hear this montreal crap uh 10 days before the, the season begins we we figured it out. We've talked about this. Bulldoze Steinbrenner Field. Build a build a you know, nice compact stadium there and you're good to go. Yeah. You'd probably build one for six, seven hundred million dollars. You don't need a, a fifty thousand seat facility, just you know, twenty. We'll bring umbrellas. How about that? We'll bring we umbrellas in and, and, and give out every night, give out little what are those called? You know, the little handheld fans with like little yeah. water. I think they're just and, called handheld fans, right? Okay, Mini okay, fans, well. whatever. <laughs> well, with the little water because they're deluxe. Yeah. And so, you know, hand those out. And, and, and man, that, that'll do for AC. No need for, for the dome. Although you know, rain delays would kind of suck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's got to have a dome. We, we got to find a way to get that. We got to have the dome. Y- you know how these owners are making their money? I think this is how Sternberg's getting his money back. Selling, uh, I don't know if you've checked the Ray's website lately. But they're selling uh, three-pack hand sanitizer. <laughs> Eight-ounce packs of hand sanitizer. Do you have a guess at what that cost? How big are they? Like eight ounces? Eight, like- they're eight ounces. So the one, I mean, they're kind of sizable. They're, they're the ones okay. you find at like maybe uh, you walk into um, maybe a doctor's office and you see a little. I mean, it, okay. it, you can hold it in. So they're saying like three, a pack of three. Pack of uh, three. How much for the, for the three of them? I'm going to go 20 bucks, $28 <laughs> because it says TB raise. Yeah. Because it has a, a raised logo stitched to the front. Like nice. and I, I, I checked this, I did the research and I found that you can buy one of these for like five bucks. 
So if you get a three pack, you theoretically could get it for like twelve fifty or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, you know, getting getting banged for your bunk there. Uh, also, uh, face coverings—they're selling those. How much do you of think a four are. pack of Tampa Bay Rays Fanatics branded variety face covering cost? Four pack. <sighs> four pack. Um, Fifteen bucks. Thirty dollars. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's where they're hosing you. Why, why wow. do you you don't need you don't need fans in the stands you know, when you're selling hand sanitizer for thirty bucks? Look, look this up online. You know you can you can have people that actually sew these for five bucks, elastic ones. You know yeah. I bought one. Uh, our friend Brandon actually gave me the tip on on one of them. I, I went ahead and bought a Devil Rays one for five bucks. Yeah, porch Man. pickup, awesome. Mm-hmm. Don't don't give your money to Stu. Don't do this. Yes. Let's not do no. this. Because you know what? The only way that I'm giving money to Stu this year, and I've thought about this because I know you and I have kind of had different opinions about this. Mm-hmm. They're lacking revenue. They miss the fans. Okay. The only way that I would go to Tropicana Field in 2020 if it's a playoff game because I'm not okay. risking it against the Orioles on a Thursday. Right. That's not, that's not candy to me. Okay. Meet me in the playoffs. And then okay, I'll I'll think about it, and and I'll definitely bring my pocket hand sanitizer, yeah. and I'll keep six uh, feet away from everybody, and 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 wear my Devil Rays uh, mask that I got for five bucks, and not there for we go. twenty bucks from but the. But you, you take store. a bigger re- you take a bigger risk in uh, the playoffs because it'd probably be more packed, you know. So, but it I'm is playoffs, thinking so. so. But it is playoffs, and they so. opened the up, upper deck in the playoffs last year. So I'm thinking, you know what? I'll just. Keep my distance. Okay. Yeah. I I I'm not necessarily afraid to go to the trop. Like I would go tomorrow if I could, just mask on face. Um, but now that you think about you're putting money in Sternberg's pocket, then that makes me want to kind of hold for it a little bit too. Right. So I'll, I'll hold off until the playoffs. Playoffs. Yeah. Okay, you can get my money. But Orioles on a Thursday, nah, fam. In the meantime, that's, not, that's you can buy me. some That's for my sanitizer. savings account. Yeah. Thank you. Seriously, who's buying this hand sanitizer? It just it's not like it's like <laughs> colored like the raised colors or anything. Like that. It's yeah, no, hand sanitizer. It's it's a sticker. Yeah. <laughs> Dude just bought a, a bunch of stickers, took off the Purell one, and you're said, up charging right. fifteen bucks for a sticker. Get out of here. That's fantastic. Oh my gosh. All right. Yeah. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Rays. I'll tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On MLB. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you tomorrow, Wednesday.